Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, came across this story this week, and I didn't know this, and I feel quite fortunate that I'm not too affected by the weather physically. Like, what's going on outside doesn't affect my health very much. I know people that it does, but, I mean, think about springtime in Alberta. It's snowing in Calgary this morning. It's pretty yucky in Edmonton. We're not, it's not snowing, but it's gray. It's a little chilly. I mean, it's not ideal, Um it was gorgeous on the weekend. <laughs> this is the thing. This is springtime in Alberta. You wake up in the morning, and it could be a nice, peaceful morning, warm, and it's a blizzard on your drive home from work or school. You know how it works, right? And day-to-day, trying to keep up with that, I mean, it can be all over the map. So it's tough. It's tough. Um And it's enough to make you sick, really sick, for a lot of people, which um I was surprised by. We've heard of the headaches, but it can be more than that. So let's find out how bad it can get and there's anything we can do about it, we're going to chat with Dr. Louis Francis Cuddy, an emergency physician and a professor at the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta. Doctor, thanks for joining us. Nice to chat once again. Good morning. So I've seen reporting recently that, that this swing in weather can actually make you sick. Right? I mean, I always thought that was a wives' tale, an old wives' tale. No, you, but it's true. You can actually get sick when the weather changes abruptly. Well, for a lot of people, especially those suffering from arthritis or joint pain, the changes in barometric pressure actually make a real difference. So, you know, when your father and grandma used to say, oh, I can tell the weather's changing, uh, there's some studies that are now bringing some credibility to that. And so what can you do about it? The uh, the, the answer is, you know, try and stay in the best shape as you can, you know, uh, yeah. get as many pounds as you can, and, you know, just be prepared for uh, what I'm really worried about is the heat waves, because the heat waves actually kill people, especially people that are socially isolated. Nobody checks in on them. They've got pre-existing diabetes or asthma or COPD or emphysema, and uh, they literally die of heat stroke in their apartments by themselves. What a terrible death. No kidding. And like you're saying, it's a good point. I mean, and we'll get into some of the more specific ailments, but it doesn't matter what it is. Any of these sorts of environmental stressors, the better shape you are, the better your outcome, right? Right. And, you know, we're getting through winter and there's seasonal affective disorder. So, you know, the weather and the sun uh, setting earlier and rising later has, you know, impact on people's depression, for example. And then in winter, we all get sick because we congregate indoors. Yeah. The air is drier. Our mucous membranes dry up. Viruses get in. So it's a, it's a catch-22. But at the end of the day, you can't control the weather, but you can control your health. So you try as much as you can to be as healthy as possible. And uh, now I'm worried next week if we're in the double digits, uh, especially young people go out there you know, pretty well buck naked, no sunscreen on. Yeah. So what are they doing? They're putting themselves at risk for cancer, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No question about that. I'm wondering when those abrupt changes happen, like, you know, if it gets up to 25 in the summertime, if that happens in August, we, we can pretty much roll with it. We're okay. If that happens in June, it feels much, much hotter. Same thing with the cold. Uh, you know, a four degree day in April is a joy. A four degree day in October is a misery. So we acclimate over time, do we not? Yeah, it's harder to acclimate to higher temperatures than it is to colder temperatures. Okay. You know, it's estimated about two weeks 
uh, when we get into heat waves, and it's about a week when we get into colder spells. And that's logical. I mean, you can, you know, dress up sure, yeah. and warm up as opposed to cooling off. So, yeah, no, it's good you're doing the story. And for people that are saying, well, my headaches get worse or my sinus, yeah. you know, hurt more, you're absolutely right. It's not in your head. Well, it is in your head, but it's not sort of a <laughs> mental illness. It's, it's an actual change in barometric pressure primarily that's causing these uh unfortunate, you know, side effects. And then when the weather gets better, most people get better. So, I mean, when you're talking about like arthritis, you're talking about joint pain, you're talking about headaches, you're talking about sinus, and that's all caused by barometric pressure. There's, like you say, there's nothing you can do about that. Is there any way you can try and lessen that misery? Well, if you know that those changes are going to happen when the weather gets bad, uh, there are some medicines that can kind of help. You'd have to talk to your family doctor. So you try and do a little bit of preventative medicine. Um, actually, there was a good article in today's journal by David Staples talking about prevention, and so I'm glad you're doing this because, unfortunately, we're always focusing on treatment, treatment, yeah, yeah. not enough on prevention. So one thing people got to realize with kids especially is, you know, viruses don't replicate at high temperatures. And so when uh, your child develops a temperature, that's because the body's trying to fight the infection. So be really cautious about using too much Advil and Tylenol. I know the pharmaceutical companies, I've got people convinced that yeah. fever is bad, but fever helps you fight infection. So unless the kid's miserable and the temp's not above 38.5, yeah, give the, give the little guy a chance to, um, you know, get better on their own. Yeah, I mean, if you take a kid in to see the doctor or the ER or something like that with a fever, in a lot of cases, like you say, they don't treat it until it reaches a dangerous level, right? Yeah, and even that, you know, if it reaches a dangerous level, it means that something more serious is going on. But I tell parents uh, to... You know your child better than anybody. If you're not comfortable with what's going on, you know, have somebody take a look at the child. But by and large, I remember my grandma and ma, they let those fevers run their course, and, you know, we're still here, so. Yeah, exactly. We're okay. Uh, Dr. Francis Getty, always a, a pleasure to chat. Thank you so much for joining us.